This is the Mayor of the Airways, another beautiful day in paradise. Thanks for tuning in or watching us. And uh, we're here with a new friend of mine, Eli Goins. And I'll tell you what, he'll be your friend too, and I'll tell you why. Uh, during the last hurricane in 2004, well, the big one that struck, not the one that <laughs> Governor Scott was saying, we're all going to die and mm -hmm. leave, the, and nothing happened at all. That mm -hmm. was a funny time. But uh, he's, he's the... Uh, President, owner of Ocean Point Claims Company. That's correct. And that's that's a public adjuster. Yes, yes. We're, a, we're a public adjusting firm who helps uh, policyholders through their insurance claims. Let me tell you, folks. Uh, just to be honest, most people don't understand this because we come from. I come from a generation where there was integrity. In this day and age, no insurance company, as far as I'm concerned, will ever give you what they owe you. You have to have an advocate. Well, now, oh, this is going to cost you. No, 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 no. Go ahead. You can collect your first check if you want, and then then hire Eli, or you can ask Eli to come in right at the beginning and oversee the whole thing. Absolutely. Yeah. So we can we can handle from the the very get go from hello. Is we have a claim here, and that way we can we can um, ensure that all of the information that's given to the insurance company won't catch the homeowner in a snare, because that's what the insurance company likes to do is find reasons to not pay what they're supposed to pay or not pay at all. Yeah. And that happened to me. They offered me a certain amount, had a, had a public adjuster come in and uh, got me an extra $40,000. Now, what did that cost me? It cost me, I think, 10%, 20%, whatever. Oh, hurricane, it was 10%. 10% of that. So would, if I offered you $100,000 and said, but you got to give me $10,000 back, would that be a good deal? Essentially, that's what you're doing. Well, especially when it comes out at below deductible before you get me involved. So if I can turn a zero a zero dollar claim into a hundred thousand dollars, which yeah. happens quite often. Yes, I think the ten percent is definitely worth it because you you certainly aren't going to get that on your own. Do the insurance companies get nervous when we hire Eli? Yes, they do. They do because <laughs> they know that we come with a full network and a full team in order to uh, work somebody's claim. It's not just one person, and it's also not an un uneducated homeowner. You know, something about me is I was on the insurance company side for a little over ten years. So I learned the inside. So I learned you exact... sold insurance. I didn't sell insurance. I was an insurance adjuster oh, for the adjuster. carrier. Uh, and so you I really was... know your stuff. That's great. Well, it's I like to liken it to prosecution turning defense. So you know what's coming. You know what their defenses are. You know what they're going to say, and you can bat it down really quick and get the claim guided in the right direction. To come out to a satisfactory settlement, for sure. And by the way, you can see uh, Eli and his wife's new ad in uh, Vero's Voice magazine, full page. Thank you. Yes. We appreciate your support of our community broadcast sure. here. And uh, you can look at that at Vero's Voice. You can go to verosvoice.com, uh, or you can wait for get the physical copy, whatever. But anyway, nice-looking ad, too. I think your wife created that. Yeah, she's a graphic artist. She's very good at what she does. Yeah, yeah she's great. We have a, it's an upscale, upscale glossy, and we like to have nice-looking ads. That's a really nice-looking ad. And we like to have nice, respectable people. And it's, it's like the doctors I endorse. I, I met you guys, and uh, I, I really like both of you in all sincerity. And I believe I can trust my people with you, and that's why. Well, we appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I appreciate your support. But I also want you to know you have my support and, and my listeners. I uh, you know, won't put anybody on that I don't absolutely trust, particularly in situations like this. This is great what you're doing. So you were an adjuster for an insurance company, and um, then you jumped ship and went on the other side. I love to sleep at night, <laughs> and I couldn't sleep at night following their rules, their internal guidelines of how to, how to basically cut corners without saying we're going to cut corners. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and, and so I, I flipped my license to become an advocate for 
uh, homeowners and business owners alike. A public adjuster. And um, let's see, let me ask you this. So what did I want to ask you? Something there. Okay. So there's no upfront costs. There's no upfront cost. There's no recovery, no fee paid to now us. What does that mean, no so recovery? So if we don't recover for you, let's say oh. that we, we, we work a claim for you, and this never happens, but you never know. And, and we don't win. You don't pay us. All of our expenses that I have into Come out it, of the, uh, the they, uh, it, it all goes away. And so it's really a, 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 a good situation to have somebody like me come in, look at what's going on with your house, sit down and explain your options, because we can't charge you until we've recovered for you. And I, you Well, know, that's the law in the state of Florida? That, that's correct. That's the law. So people are totally protected with this. I had no idea before the 2004 hurricanes that you even existed. Correct. Yeah. Yep, I remember Francis, Gene, and Charlie came through Florida in 2004, yeah. and then 2005 was Katrina, Rita, and Wilma. And Nationwide was not on my side. Huh. Remember the jingle Nationwide? Oh, is I used to do jingles for radio. I don't mm -hmm. know if you know that for radio and TV up when I lived in upstate New York. That's cool. So And a jingle, they work. But uh, Nationwide was not on my side because as soon as it was all done, they dropped me. Now, here's the thing that's stupid about dropping me. The chances that once you have a case, the chances of me having a second case are probably odd infinitum. I mean, just like not. Yes. Why get rid of a client when I've been paying you thousands of dollars? I've year, always what, thought that myself. It's crazy. What's crazy is when we succeed and we get somebody a brand new roof. Yeah. If you look at that, that's that's like hitting a reset button on that property. It's less of a risk. You have a brand new roof. It's not 30, 40 years old or, or whatever it may be. I would think that the insurance company— It's a knee-jerk reaction. That's some, true. Some, some, some paper pusher in yeah. some office came up with that. You're, you don't look good on the spreadsheet, so you got to go. But doesn't, doesn't there a CEO in any of these companies who come and say, wait, wait, wait a second. They just had it. Yeah, like what you just said. Well, that's they a had, great point, though, Rhett, because it, it all becomes a, a metric situation. You, to us, you're a friend. To your insurance company, you're just a who-knows-how-long-digit yeah. policy number. And so if you're too close to the water, your house is a certain age, you may have uh, a whole bunch of frivolous claims or something in your past, I don't know what the, the case may be, they find some reason to, to let you go. And it typically happens uh, after you filed a claim, which yeah, makes well, me wonder why would they do that? Because, you know, I explained to the clients this way. I, I equate it to like a car warranty since we all get those annoying calls yeah. all the time. If you were to put a car warranty on a 100,000-mile car yeah. or a 1,000-mile car, what, what would you do? What would you enjoy putting the warranty on better if you were the, the warranty company, in this case, the insurance company? I would rather insure a, a brand new roof than an old roof. And yeah. so when they pay for a roof and then they drop you, it's the a, only thing conjecture on my part could be psychologically, if someone realizes they can get a hundred thousand, then they'll come back and attempt to get more every year, find a problem or something that would be a headache. It could be, and and there's there's a there's something I tell my clients. If you have three of the same type of claim in an 18-month period, yeah. you can pretty well expect to be non-renewed at the end of your policy term. <laughs> yes. And I think that's fair. Rightfully so. Yeah, insurance isn't to pay your mortgage. It's not to buy a new car. No. But, it, you know, sometimes bad things happen to a house and you've got a couple claims. What I'm concerned about is where 
are our congressmen. And, you know, um, where are our senators? They're supposed to be representing the people. And I remember I read long ago, years, maybe 20 years ago, that anybody goes to, was it Abraham Lincoln? Somebody said it. Uh, uh, was it uh, Jefferson said, anybody goes to Washington goes first and foremost to represent themselves. That's right. Which is not the way it should be. Right. Because if you're a statesman, you shouldn't be running for the uh, the office the second time. While you're in office, you should be running that office to the best of your ability. I agree. And, of course, now they're having these think tanks where they're taking everybody from the office of the congressman or the senator and sending these young people out. Because when the senator doesn't get reelected, the congressman, those people stay there. So right. the people really making the policy changes? Are the people in the office? Because the congressman is out there from day one. They have to collect $50,000 either a day or a week in order to start saving the money in order to re run for the for the office again. Well, the, the legislative changes, the, the, the pulse in the industry changes when Tallahassee changes. So as, as the turnover is there, it, it, we feel it. Um, it. You know, there's a new law that uh, uh, I'll talk about for a second. Um, it came into to effect on July 1st of last year. That's interesting. Since we're talking about insurance companies being creative and, and figuring out how to yeah. deny and whatnot, yeah. there's a new law that says that we have to give the insurance company notice that we're going to get after them litigiously. Let's let's say that we, we have a claim and uh, it's been underpaid. And our only choice at that point, which doesn't happen on every case, but it does sometimes, uh, we have to file a lawsuit. Now we have to, the law says that we have to give the insurance company notice, 10 days that we're going to do that. Who do so you think that benefits? Them, because then they could file a lawsuit against the person ahead of time. Well, they, they can actually throw some things in there to slow it down. Because they're in the back pocket of our politicians. That's why I mentioned that. Who does that benefit? Only the insurance company. It's like waving a flag saying, hey, here we come, you know. You think you'll run for office ever? No. No, you no. Know, no, you know, that's the problem. You're not an egomaniac. Right. Why can't we get normal, good? You know, in the days of old, we had the farmers, the second president of the United States. Well, actually, uh, I don't know about Washington, but I know that Adams and Jefferson both were farmers. They and, and they did this as a service to their to to the public. Right. They didn't go into you know to wield power and uh, and make a lot of money off of us. My whole it's focus so is corrupt. the client. You know, and and we I don't need good people to run for office. I've got a couple of public adjuster friends that live up in the Panhandle. Uh, one is in law school, which which is putting him on his, and, and he's forty plus years old. He's he's fed up. He's going to run for office. Well, good. Let me know so, when he does. We'll yeah. get behind him. Yeah, we, we need, need we need people, people like that. We do. Yeah, I'm just too busy every day working for the homeowner, making sure that I, I help one person at a time and and get their claim set in the right trajectory. Where are you from originally? I'm from Northwest Oklahoma originally. Oklahoma. Can That's... anything bad come out of Oklahoma? Oh boy, we've got Home... tornadoes, hail. Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks. Yes. Uh, there's there's quite a few celebrities. Uh, uh, Blake Shelton is Blake from Shelton. from, is he, is he uh, from, from Oklahoma. Oh. Mm -hmm. What is it with Oklahoma and the country singers? They got a bunch of it's them. It's the country. You know? You know? There's so, also a glut of good musicians in Indiana. That's true. That I, is I true. That's I went up there to do pocket. recordings. I went up there to do some gospel recordings years ago, and I'm thinking, where are all these? And if people don't understand, you can have the best studio in the world in Miami, but if you ain't got the cats like they have in Nashville, right. they're called the cats. Man, they're studio dudes. They're paid a lot of money. Hundreds yeah. and hundreds of dollars an hour, but they come up with a lick that makes it a, makes it a hit song. I mean, that's what you want—the creme de la creme. For some reason, there's a, there, in Nashville, they, there's a glut. 
uh, Muscle Shoals, Alabama. That's a freaky place. I've been there. I've actually recorded at Fame, Fame Studio. They don't know why. All, all of a sudden, it's this little tiny town. Alabama, Muscle Shoals, Alabama. All these famous people came out of there. Wow. It's like, you know, and the same thing with this Indiana, you know, like uh, recorded with, um, I was born in a small town, Mellencamp. His yeah, drummer that, played on my stuff, Dane. Well, he talks about Indiana Yeah. In, in that song. That's right. Yeah. Another notable person that's from the same town that uh, Garth Brooks is from, she has nothing to do with music, but the water tower. In Yukon, Oklahoma, where Garth is from, also says home of Shannon Miller, which was a gold medalist. Oh, really? So, yeah, Oklahoma's got quite a few uh, people that you see in Hollywood are, are, are from didn't, there. Didn't you tell me that somebody Did named you know Oklahoma? Brad Pitt is from Oklahoma? Oh, is he? That's true. Yeah, I like Brad Pitt. Yeah. Moneyball. That's right. That's a new yeah. classic. Yep. It really is. Mm -hmm. Barbara has a way of picking up classics. Like, I watched it. I thought, oh, this is a good movie. All of a sudden, she'll watch something three, four times, and it's going... This has got to be, sure enough, you know, like she picked uh, Mohican, the Mohican. The last of? Yeah, have you seen that movie? Yeah. That's really a classic. Well mm -hmm. done. Anyway, let's get back to you. So you're originally from Oklahoma. How does a guy from Oklahoma end up in uh, on the east coast of Florida? Well, as I said, I used to work for the insurance companies. So I used to be what's called a catastrophe adjuster. Things that happen, um, well, on a catastrophic scale. To homeowners and to the insurance company. That's why they call it a, a cat. And so I would go all over the country uh, where there would be high wind and hail or fires, tornadoes, and work those storms. I don't know, work a couple hundred claims and then go home. I got tired of traveling the country all the time. I was never never home. I stayed in a bus for six months at one point. Not fun. Not fun. And so uh, I settled into a, a daily job in South Florida. Um and uh, did that for almost 10 years and then flipped my uh, license to become an advocate for, for homeowners because, you know, mainly people see damage in their home and they don't realize that, one, it is damage. Two, it very well may be covered. Um, and three, they don't, they don't know how to proceed with that. And I'll go to the fourth. They don't understand the domino effect that kicks in when they see damage in their house. So I wanted to be able to explain that to people. And not be the person that shows up to their house to underpay them because I'm handcuffed. Right. I can actually walk in and explain to somebody as a friend, here are your options. My first adjuster after the hurricane, Yes. this guy comes driving up in his pickup truck from South Carolina, and he has a barbecue behind it. Oh, boy. He owns a barbecue. And he's and an I, adjuster. And he's an adjuster on the side. Yeah. And he comes in and adjusts my house. And, of course, the public adjuster got me an extra. It was either forty dollars or $60,000. friend of mine on the beach, public adjuster got them... He owns two restaurants a, a night. He's no longer alive now, but $900,000. So, people, if you're listening to this, uh, make sure your spouse listens to this, your best friend. This broadcast will save you a lot of money. The insurance companies are not your friend. Well, you, you made a really good point that I'd like to expound on. Sure. You had an adjuster show up from out of state pulling a smoker. How yes. much? How much do you think that that gentleman, although probably a very nice guy, yeah. but he's not local? How does he know about our local Florida building codes? Yeah. How does he know about local policy with these insurance companies? Miami Dade and all that stuff. Yeah, it's all different. So you want somebody that's familiar, that's in your backyard, and uh, that we we service the whole Treasure Coast. We're, By the we're, way, we handle been, all of Florida. I, I know you can go to Vero's Voice Magazine and see their full page ad. But what is your phone number? It is five six one. 922-7304. Okay, give that again, would you? 
7304. The name of the company is Ocean Point Claims Company. Ocean Point And our claims. website is oceanpoint.claims. It's not .com. It's a cool one. It's dot Ocean .claims. Point dot dot claims. claims. Very Correct. good. Which is actually our company name. So yeah. it's it's pretty Isn't that neat. Great. Oceanpoint.claims. Yeah. You can read about us, you can see our TV commercial there, meet the meet the whole team. Uh, there's twelve of us at the firm. Oh, we really? have a lot of fun helping homeowners succeed. Twelve of you. That's correct. You're busy. Yeah, we 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 well, there's got to be enough of us to help the clients. So predominantly, well, I know also people need to be aware of this, and this really isn't under your, uh, I don't think it's under your umbrella of authority, but when I did get my claim last time and an adjuster got me a whole lot more money that was offered me when I had something go wrong in the kitchen, this guy came to put in the lights, those, what do you call those receding lights The, the recess lights. And then all the light, we had to redo the walls, everything. Right. This guy comes up from Port St. Lucie. He says, "Well, it'll be eight. It was either eight thousand or eight thousand five hundred. I forget right now." Somebody says, "Why don't you get a second opinion from a guy in town here, an electrician?" He came down. Guess what he charged and did a great job. Fifteen hundred, saving me six thousand five hundred dollars. Wow! Had some work done on my roof last year. Um, I'll, I, I won't give us an, he's not an advertiser. I, I'm trying to get my friend to advertise it. He's become my friend because I met him at a networking breakfast. Mm -hmm. And anyway, so this one guy comes over and says, well, this will be $4,500 for this little repair on the roof. Well, let's call somebody else. Oh, I met this guy at a networking group. He came over. He said, uh, I can do it for $900. He did it for $900. He since done a more other work for us for different things. And I tell you what. You've got to be careful and get a get he, a. Um, he paid it forward and won you over because he's honest. He, he wasn't. Is. He wasn't. Uh, and I asked him last quadruple week, dipping. I said, "How could you do this?" He says, "Well, an honest wage for an honest day." You know, that's how our in your in my case, my father. That's how your grandfather. There was a code of of uh, ethics. Yes. And um, and that's. Uh, and by the way, that's the fragrance you will inhale when you go to Ocean Point. I've been down to their offices, and. Uh, you, uh, your office is uh, below Stewart, Hope Sound, right? Yes, we're at Hope Sound. But you also are having more uh, to do with this area, too. Oh, well, we, we, uh, we've we got clients stretched literally right now from Pensacola to Key West, That's if that great. tells you. I mean, we cover the entire state of Florida. Um, I'm local to this area. I personally live in Stewart, so I'm right down the road. Um, Confusion Corner. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, but uh, our offices are located in uh, Hope Sound at Bridge and US 1. Yeah, I was there. Very nice. And uh, ironically, it happened to be next door to an insurance company. Oh, boy. Yes, that, that's, that's been the, the funny part of uh, uh, being in that office is, is I don't want to say they're our enemy. They're not our enemy. No. But, the, but it is the insurance representative. That we yeah. share a wall with, yeah. well, and uh, you know, you're the advocate for the people. Hey, when 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 somebody wants to go into the agency's office and they're upset about how their claims working, they see our window that says insurance claims help. So I think it's pretty, pretty creative and, on our and part. And once again, having experienced the devastation of a hurricane, um, you uh, you're, you're the public adjuster, which is what this gentleman is, will not get paid until he makes you more money. And otherwise, he doesn't get paid. So this is all legitimate and upfront. You really, really are an advocate. And, and um, we don't do, just handle hurricanes and storms. What else do you handle? Kitchen fires, water leaks. People may not understand anything to do. Anything, yeah. You may have water leaking underneath your kitchen sink right now, and your kitchen cabinets may be a little swollen. I could come in there, and it's a very good chance that I'd get you a brand new kitchen. 
I wonder how come people sell out their souls so cheap. I remember when we had the hurricane, I had a $7,000 deductible. They're uneducated. I, They're scared. That's why. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so I called up this lady. Who knows if she was in the Carolinas to wherever she was in the United States. She says, oh, well, it sounds like you have about $7,000 worth of damage. I said, what a coincidence. That's my deductible. Then I pushed, and the adjuster came down from the Carolinas with his pickup truck and his barbecue right. uh, mechanism behind it. Yeah. Anyway, and he said, well, this is about 40-something thousand. And then, of course, then... I found out that there was a, what you do for a living, and that's a public adjuster, got me an additional like 60000 or whatever it was. Folks, so what's the phone number again? Oh, it's called OceanPoint.Claims, OceanPoint.Claims. Remember that, OceanPoint.Claims. Or you can call Eli at 561-922-7304. All right. Well, thanks for coming in and talking with well, us. thank you for having me. I appreciate and, it. And we're going to put this on our podcast, too. So if you've heard this, let your spouse listen to it. If you care about somebody so they don't get beat, let me tell you, you'll be a winner if you call Ocean, Ocean Point Claims, Ocean Point dot Claims, Ocean Point dot Claims. Okay, we'll be right back, folks. <laughs> 